What is up, everybody, man? Welcome back. Holy cow, I got cold on us outside, but we've got the cafe open once again, and we got everybody coming inside, finding a chair, finding a bar stool, finding someplace to set, because we are open for business and ready to hang out for another hour and talk shop here. And uh, I've got my sidekick with me. My name is Brian Dick. I've got Ryan Copenhaver back after a sabbatical there, Ryan. Yes, yes. Yeah, um, man. Unfortunately, have... work got in the way, but... Yeah. I am so glad to be That here. is all right, man. You know, you got to do what you got to do to make yes, the, sir. make ends meet at time, right? Yes, sir. Cool. Well, glad to have you back, brother. Thank we missed you. you last week, but it's much better with you. Appreciate that. I don't know if you noticed, man, but we always get cool people on the show. Always. I have noticed. <laughs> it's always. It's great. Man, we've got Emily Fisher with us tonight, and this is really, really great, man, because she is, uh, uh, I'm going to just say it, Emily, you can get mad at me, but you're up and coming, right? Would you agree? Yes, I am. <laughs> Good. I, you're up and coming, and you're really doing a great job right now, getting a lot of gigs. How are you? I'm doing great. Doing yeah. good? You happy? Everything's yep. good? Yeah. Christmas time. You got to be happy. Yes, of course. And we're going to talk about that too because I know you have Christmas gigs coming up. Yes, I right. do. Right. So, and some of them I'm very interested in. So, we'll definitely talk about that yeah. for sure. Anyway, in the meantime, though, we got to get to our menu. And so, uh, I've been doing it for a while. So, I'm going to let Ryan give it a rip. Let everybody know what's going on, Ryan, and get a pen and paper, folks. Yes, sir. Here we go. Uh, the Tally Ho Theater is up first, December 14th, which is tomorrow. Yeah. Um, a Very Soulful Christmas with Morgan James on the 15th, which is my wife's birthday, by the way. I'll put a shameless We got to give a there. shout out. Yeah, you got to do yes, that. Yep. I will. Trans-Siberian Orchestra Tribute. Yeah. Uh, and then on the 16th, Jack Russell's Great White. God, yeah, I had, man. I had that cassette back in the day. I don't know if you did. Once Great White was twice shot. Yeah, man. Great White was really, really popular. They're still yes, out doing I'm it, old. man. That's um, really cool. Uh, unfortunately, there's nothing listed here for Hollywood Casino. Hopefully, next menu, we can get something going. Yeah, they got a little bit of a slowdown for the holidays, I think. There's some stuff right around the New Year's, I read. Uh, and they got some big, big shows. In fact, they just announced they got Mammoth oh, yeah. coming. I don't know if All you right. noticed that. That's, you know, that's uh, Wolfgang Van Halen's band. Yes. So, folks, I'm telling you, you better grab Mammoth tickets up in a hurry because they're going to be gone. That was like, a great quickly. band, actually. They're very good. Are you familiar with them at all? Emily, have you heard any of that stuff? No. That's I'm okay. Not. It's cool. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, it's, it, you know, it's, it's, uh, you know, everybody's involved in different kinds of music, but, uh-huh. um, but Wolfgang is, you know, who Eddie is. Eddie yeah. Man, Wolfgang's his son, of course. And man, this band he's got is smoking hot. Extremely talented. Wow. So, anyway, yeah. I'm sorry to interrupt. Keep going. Sorry, but we got that's a good show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, at the Bear Chase Brewery on 1214, we got Scott Kurt. Mm-hmm. Um, on the 15th is Jason Massey. On the 16th is Pete Lapp and JB Brown. And then on the seventeenth is Josh Souter, so they got a busy uh, schedule this weekend and, and the rest of this week. Uh, box office brewery, brewery on twelve fifteen is Sozzled, and then on the sixteenth is Chad C and the Timber Ridge Band. Yeah, that's a good weekend down there, man. I don't know if everybody heard our mascot Gabby or not drinking out of her water bowl, but that's what that noise was, folks. <laughs> And then uh, the Troubadour on the 15th is Chrissy and Beck. And then on the 16th is uh, Christmas with a DJ. Yeah, man. They're going to have a good weekend up at the Troubadour for sure. Absolutely. Uh, Piccadilly Pub House on the 15th is Robbie Lyman. And then on the 16th is Cleveland and Yeekel. 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 Yep. 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 My apologies. Uh, Blue Fox Bar and Grill on the 15th is Finding Dimes. Uh, with Nero's fiddle, yeah, Re- previous guest, pretty cool, Absolutely, right? Absolutely, yeah. yes, yeah. Uh, and Harlot as well, and that is going to be an ugly Christmas sweater party. You have any of those, Ryan? I do, and it is extremely ugly, it is? and I love it. <laughs> it's a big gorilla. Emily, you ever been to one? 
I have. Have you? Yeah. They're fun, right? Yes. It's a good time. Yeah. yeah. They're There's, always good. There are some ugly ones. They raise there. money for usually they're raising money. I think, yeah, I think they're uh, actually even have um, Winchester Shatterworks out there that weekend or oh, wow. this weekend and they're going to like take over the bar sort of thing and sell their, uh, you know, their ciders and things. And part of that money goes to a great cause. It's a good thing. Go do it, folks. Awesome. Yep. So Blue Fox Bar and Grill on the 16th is uh, Kaluna. Ashes of Everest and mm-hmm. Temples of Elena. I yeah. hope I'm saying that right. And then uh, Backseat Bar and Grill on the 15th is Spencer Hatcher and the Olsen Gang. Yeah, yeah. All right, rounding out here on Q Sports Bar on the 15th is Ted Garber Live. And then on the 16th is Shotgun Shiver. Yeah, you know, I threw On Q in there. And I know that's an out-of-towner again, but On Q's really coming on board. Have you played there yet? No. We're going to get you in there. <laughs> That's got to be some place that we got to get Emily in for sure. But on Q is really tearing it up right now. I was going to say they're ever. So I'm going to add them. Yeah, I'm going to add them to the menu, man, and, and we're going to try to keep up with what's going on there. Sweet, yep. I'm sure they appreciate that. Yeah. Uh, the half note on the 15th is Jimmy Lee, and Our then buddy on the Jimmy 16th Lee. 16th is Daryl Marini. Both of them are formerly guests here at the show, so awesome. wish them the best, of course. And then last one, uh, good old Mr. Jim Snedeker uh, on the 15th at Breday Vineyard from 5 to 8 p.m. Yeah, go see Jim, man. Go hang out with Jim. He's such a great guy. He is a good dude. He's such and a great his, guy. Yeah, it's been a sure. great resource for us, too. Yeah, yeah. Don't forget to check out online to pick up Polly Coconuts and Mission Road, uh, Mission Road Band and their new release they just got out, All I Have to Say. Uh, it's on uh, on sale now, and you can pick it up for a great Christmas mm-hmm. gift as a uh, is uh, you know if you're looking for something, it's always good to treat somebody to some new music for sure. Is that all you got, Ryan? Yes, sir. Man, that's we cool. Done. Before we get too far in with Emily, I have our trivia question. Would you like to hear what that is this evening? Yes, so I can get it wrong again. <laughs> yeah, man, these are hard for sure. I try not to make them so hard, but at the same time, we got a lot of smart people out there that are listening to us, so I don't want to make them too easy. Um, we always talk about Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, and I haven't got out to see that yet. I'm going to do it very soon. I'm going to go to Cleveland and see it. You need to. I knew. I need to do that for sure. Um, but this has to do with that. So there are three female uh, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame inductees that have been inducted twice. Name two of them. Hmm. That easy. And we can think about it. Do you have any ideas, Emily? Emily's kind of, you know, she's going, yeah, I'm not sure. <laughs> You got a questionable look there too, Ryan. We got, we got the whole show to think about it. Okay. But again, that question of the three female Rock and Roll Hall of Fame inductees that have been inducted twice, I just need to know two of them. Pretty simple. <laughs> anyway, we'll get back to it towards, towards the end of the show. All right, folks. Man, we had the great fortune of having Emily Fisher drive out here this evening and join us in the Homestead studio. She's been really busy, I know. She's got a busy schedule that's going to be going on throughout the holidays and the first of the year. So... What's it like being Emily Fisher right now? Tell me, (laughs) what's going on with Um, you? So actually, a year is coming up from when I started all of this. I started last December, um, and my gigs have just started picking up. I have about like one each week now. Each weekend I have a gig. Um, And I mean, I really enjoy it. That's good. Yeah. Very, very cool. My goodness. And what you said, once a a week is what you're saying? Usually, like, every Saturday or every Friday, yeah, or sometimes yeah. both. And is that good for you? Like, you like it being that busy? Yes, you, I do. Good. Okay. Yeah. Right. I'm trying to get even more busy. <laughs> well, we're going to try to help you with it. Getting after it. Um, so how how did you start, like, playing guitar? Where is, is your family musically um, inclined? Did 
My mom is a little bit, but not really. I've kind of just always been interested in it. And for my ninth birthday, I was begging my parents for a guitar, and they got me a little pink one and didn't think I'd take it seriously. And I proved them wrong. I did. I taught myself. And then they finally got me lessons, took lessons for about like a month or so. And then I just continued to teach myself from there. And yeah, I just became serious about it. I mean, I grew up singing in church and did chorus in middle school and everything. Very cool. Church really seems like a common theme. That it we hear sure does. I was going to say that exact thing. From yeah. our guests, which is an awesome thing, because, I mean, I used to sing in church, too. Not that I was any good, but it was just it was just kind of a cool atmosphere. Yeah. Um, did When you say you taught yourself, uh, did, you, did you use, like, videos? Did you yeah. just play, like, just figure stuff out on your own? Um, I mean, I used YouTube videos and okay. everything, yeah, to, like, learn the basics. Excellent. Yeah. Very cool. Do you play any other instruments besides guitar? Um, piano, I do. Okay. I took piano lessons for like eight years. I started when I was really little, but I don't play as much anymore. It's just a guitar now. Excellent. Gotcha. Praise and worship music is really a great place to start. Um, and you, I don't know whether you would agree with this statement or not, but I, I, when I was your age... Praise and worship music was still on the fringes. You know, it was primarily hymns that you sang in church, and they're probably maybe not as interesting. Is that fair enough to say? Interesting to younger people. But now that, you know, contemporary worships have been happening around the country, young people, and it's quite a theme in our guests, as we've well noticed, that a lot of people get their start at church. Um, were you singing there with a group of people? Did you find yourself singing a lot of solos in the beginning? How did that work for you? So I was like seven years old and went up to the pastor and just asked him if I could sing like solo one Sunday. Did you really? And it became like a monthly thing. Like every Sunday I'd get up there and sing. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> so do you remember being overly nervous? Where did um, you get this courage? I wasn't ner- really nervous. <laughs> really? Good for you. <laughs> yeah. And were you singing just acapella stuff or were you actually playing your guitar then too? Um, no. So there was just like a recording like in the background of the music and everything right. and i right. would just sing with it like i guess a karaoke type deal gotcha. Kinda, yeah. gotcha. are you and, and forgive me for not knowing this i usually do my homework pretty well but i was unable to be sure are you did you grow up in this area did you go yeah to school here and all that kind of thing yeah so i just um graduated high school last year actually did and, you? Or this year you have <laughs> a shout then, out yeah. which, which school did you go to Chirando. Chirando, yeah. the warriors okay cool good good for you and you're, you sang in choir and stuff at, at school, right? High school, I did not do. You didn't? No. Really? Okay. Yeah, because I was into sports and everything. Oh, yeah. okay. Okay. What sort of sports? Um, cross country and track. Hey, go yeah. on. I get, that's a tough sport. <laughs> I can't stand running. It's <laughs> a tough sport, man. God bless you. I know. <laughs> I, I admire people that do it, but when I hear people talk about cross country, I'm like, oh my gosh, that's so brutal, man. Yes. Wow. Very cool. <laughs> Did you, even though you weren't singing in school, obviously you were singing in church, but where did your, where did you start to think in your mind, I want to do this at praise and worship, but I want to go out and sing and entertain people. Do you remember that moment? Um, well, okay. So I only sang in church when I was like young, you know? okay. like I, okay. around the age of like probably nine, I stopped singing in church and then I picked up like the guitar and everything and, um, Ever since then, 
I kind of knew that. Like, so country Taylor Swift was a huge inspiration for me when I was really little. Okay. And like, I just kind of always thought that's what I wanted to do, like that type of style and everything. And um, last year, I just kind of built up the courage to like actually go after it. And I asked um, the manager at Paladin, Paladin and Stephen sure, City, yeah, yeah. if like I could sing and play if like they're doing live music like some people have told me about paladin and i should try and get in there um but i didn't really think it like spiral into all of this because then it just like one thing led to another yeah wow that's good like i honestly thought paladin that'd be like a one-time thing like i've I've known i wanted to do this but i didn't think i actually could necessarily well i'm glad you found out different (laughs) yeah (laughs) that's for sure yeah (laughs) I know, I know Brian had mentioned earlier that ju- just the raw courage to get up in front of church. I mean, I'm sure you knew a lot of the people in church, but still mm-hmm. the it's seven years old to get up and, yeah, and yeah, sing in front of yeah. those people. Has that, has that carried over for you, like with the gigs that you do? I, I'm sure it's a bigger group of people. I mean, do you still, do you get nervous at all? I mean, because I know I, I mean, I still do get nervous. I was definitely nervous the very first time I ever did dead at Paladin and I think that's also because it was like the hometown crowd you know like yeah. all of my friends and family were there it's like they're all watching me <laughs> um, but I mean now like I'm definitely way less nervous and it's because I really just love doing this and I think music is such an interesting way to communicate things that you can't in any other way and I just love that about it it's kind of like an escape yep. Yeah, so, it's incredible. Yeah. It really is. It does, because I know we talk all the time, like music takes you to a certain place, right? A certain song will bring you back yeah. and, and give you memories, and it's just an awesome feeling. Do you do you do covers? Do you write your own music, a little of both? Yeah, I do both. Okay. Okay. How, and, and I have to ask this. I know you do. I love this question. <laughs> How do you get your inspiration for, like, your own music? How does that process work for you? Um... I guess just, like, life experiences and everything. I mean, that's kind of what I write about. Excellent. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And and we hear that a lot. I mean, because some people, I know we've been told, like, they they find a a melody or a lyric, like, while they're taking a a shower. (laughs) Or it just comes to them in a... In a moment where they write yeah. a song just like it that. It does and come in like random ways. I will say that. Yeah. Like okay. sometimes like a lyric will just like pop into my mind. Do you find yeah. like you need to write it down immediately or record like a riff so you don't forget it? Yeah. I have a bunch of random stuff like in my notes on my phone, like a bunch of random lines <laughs> and video recordings and everything. Awesome. Yeah. I love the process because everybody <laughs> yes. seems to be a little bit different, but yet they say a lot of the same Mm-hmm. Uh, ideas and it's just it's very interesting to me to hear that and I think that's awesome it is good for you yeah you know the first reaction Emily a lot of times from people my age because I'm a geezer and I get it um, is you know somebody says when they're 20 years old or whatever it may be I'm writing about my life experiences and our first reaction is well yeah I've had a lot really but this is not really true anymore because her generation met COVID probably as hard as any generation, I, I would think. It yeah. messed up everything you did in school. Like your graduations weren't normal, your sports weren't mm-hmm. normal, your social 
interactions weren't normal. You were t- you were going home and getting online for school. You have been through a lot. Did the COVID? What sort of effect on you did COVID have? Music? Did it have any? Did you play more because of COVID keeping you in the house or anything like that? I think I did. Yeah, that's actually kind of the time period where I did start to pick up my guitar more because that was my freshman year of high school, and. Like I said, like I was really focused on sports and everything and just sure. like social life. Like I wasn't really playing as much as I would like to. And then when COVID did happen, I had that time to finally start playing again. Yeah. And so it, I mean, it took until like senior year to finally go out and do something about it. Right. But I, yeah. But it promoted the idea. It did. Kind of put yeah. it in the, back in the forefront again. Yeah, I think a lot of young people have, I think, well, you know, a fellow warrior, Jake Cohn, of course, yes. you know Jake very well. Yes. Um, you know, I mean, he talked about that on our show too. That you know, COVID was very—I um, don't want to say influential because that makes it sound like it was a good thing. It wasn't a good thing, but at the same time, it did influence him in a way that it made him sort of, um, you know, look at doing music a lot more serious than he probably would have had it just been normal times. Fair, fair yeah. statement. You think? Yeah. yeah. I don't know. You know, maybe it's just the way I'm interpreted. I don't know. Oh no, I think you're absolutely right. Because yeah. I mean, really, there was nowhere else to go, right? So you kind of, you kind of, kind of honed in on your craft, I guess, at the yeah. time, and started yeah. laying some laying some music down or writing some melodies. Um, have you ever, have you ever considered like having uh, playing in a band or having like a drummer and a bass player and like putting that band together and. I have, yes, but I actually, I plan on moving to Tennessee next year for school, and I'll be, like, in the Nashville area, and I'd like to continue this and then possibly find a band, and, yeah, I mean, I don't... That's cool, (laughs) Emily. That's very awesome. Good for you. That takes a lot of courage, too. I mean, We're going to talk about that, too. (laughs) We're going to get to that. What you mentioned, Taylor Swift, and then, yeah. you know, she's the biggest name on the planet right now. <laughs> but what sort of influences, other than just her, do you have mm-hmm. others that? Are oh yeah, very definitely. So I mean, that that's kind of just what started it. Like when I was little, like sure, I yeah, as, stage did, and, as yeah. did millions of other um, young women. That's but, for sure. <laughs> and still today, yes. I think definitely Zach Bryan. I don't know if you. Yeah, heard yeah, him. absolutely, yeah. yeah, sure. He's a huge inspiration to me because mm-hmm. I just love his um, songwriting, like how raw and real he is okay like i just really admire his songwriting a lot i just i I love it right and also laney wilson laney wilson is a big inspiration because she's just a very hard worker and i just like admire her a lot because i mean she kind of she started um from like nothing and then worked her way up like all by herself so right yeah I just admire that a lot. Like, she proved that, like, if you set your mind to something and you really want it, you can do it. Right. Yeah. Which is what you're doing. Yeah. Yeah. Do you, you you mentioned um, Luke Bryan. Is it, is it his content of his songs? Is it the phrasing that he uses? Are there things that he does that you kind of go, man, that is cool. Like, you know what I, you know, I don't yeah. know if I'm being clear Zach about Bryan, it. Zach Bryan, not Luke Bryan. Oh, did I say what I say, Luke Bryan? <laughs> yeah, Luke Bryan. I'm sorry, Zach Bryan, yeah. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Zach Bryan. His yeah. brother. Freudian <laughs> slip there, sorry about that, yeah. No, you know fine. who I mean, but thanks for um, correcting me. You're welcome. <laughs> um, so, he just, I mean, 
I don't know. Like you said, he's just very real with his songs. Like yeah. he doesn't like sugarcoat anything. I mean, I just it speaks to you because yeah, of that. It ah, does. I got gotcha. you. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Very cool content. Yeah. The content of the song is very cool. Yeah. I know you had mentioned off air about about your guitar being a Christmas gift. Uh-huh. Um, I mean, because that's that's certainly I would think a, an upgrade from the pink one that you oh, started yeah. with when you were nine. <laughs> yes, definitely. Years old. I mean, I'd I'd love to hear that. Is there a story behind that? I mean, is that something that that you've kind of, or do you have more in your stable of guitars? Is that kind of your go-to? Yeah, this is definitely my go-to guitar that I play. Um, I have a couple of others that are very special. They were gifts. One is my Aunt Laura's guitar who passed away, and it's a custom-made guitar. It has a cross up here on the head on top of it, and it has her name engraved on it. And it's just a really beautiful guitar. But, I mean, I don't, like, play that out or anything. And then I have a Gibson that was my great-grandfather's that was just gifted to me as a graduation gift. Um, and and he played in a band and everything. Oh, okay. So, so yeah. yeah. That's awesome. I mean, it does sound like you have some, like, musical background with your yeah. with family. Yeah. yeah. That's fantastic. Um <clears throat> Everybody geeks out over equipment, Emily. That's why we ask guitar <laughs> players that listen that are like, I wonder what she's playing. Yeah, this one, though, is just... So um, go ahead and tell everybody what it is. Though. It's a great... Yeah, so this is a Taylor. Um, I got it two two years ago for Christmas. My parents gave it to me just because that's... Like like I said, that was when I was getting more serious about it, and I think they could tell. Yeah. And, yeah, I mean, it was a big Christmas gift. It, wonderful I, guitar. Yeah. Wonderful. They picked a good one. Yes, they did. That's for sure. Your parents seem very supportive. I assume that they are. Yes. They Give them a shout out. Is. Give them a shout out. Tell <laughs> me, who's the parents? Let's hear. Um. Well. You can use first names if you want. You don't have to. Yeah. All right. My parents are Jim and Carol. For there you sure. go. Um, and then also my sister Ashley, and then I'm gonna give a shout out to. My brother-in-law, her husband, Gordon, because they all come to as many of my gigs as they can. My parents always come to every single one. They haven't missed one. That's cool. So they are very supportive. And, yeah, speaking I just as appreciate a parent, it a lot. Yeah, speaking as a parent, um, one of the best things I've ever done in my life, and I've mentioned this many times, Ryan, I know you've heard the last group that I was in with, with my son-in-law, Chris, and my daughter, it was the most satisfying thing I've ever done to sit behind and play the drums while my daughter played and sang, you know, and it was just so special. And so I know they feel that same thing. You know, they, they're very proud and just so happy to see you share your gift. So that's pretty cool. I got to ask you, it's been, I've been, I've been, you know, I've been spying on some of the things that you're doing. So I knew what to talk about tonight. You have got Christmas uh, gigs that are coming up and one of them is not, is it not on the train up at Romney? It is. Tell yeah. me about that. That sounds cool. Tell me. Um, yeah, it does. So, yeah, that is this coming Saturday. Um, I'll be playing, I think, like in the little barn area there for the kids when they, before, like, they get on the train and everything. Okay. And, yeah. And just Christmas music. <laughs> yeah, just Christmas music. Or you're going to do music. everything. Christmas music. Christmas, yeah. I gotcha. Yeah, all gotcha. the ones that the kids will like. <laughs> What's your favorite? My What's favorite your, Christmas song? Yeah, what is your favorite Christmas um, song? I put you on the spot. I know you did. <laughs> <laughs> There's um, no wrong I answer. I really like... 
Is this... I really like Santa Baby. <laughs> Do you really? Okay, that's a great <laughs> Actually, one. Actually, yeah. no. Uh, well, that's my favorite to play. I like the Little Drummer Boy, though. That's my favorite. Is it really? Like, in general, okay, yeah. yeah. So you but got... Santa Baby, I think that's my favorite to play. So you got a, a, a standard and then more of a contemporary song. It's a great pick. Yeah. Yeah. nothing wrong with that at all. Um, how many do you have in your repertoire as far as Christmas songs are concerned? Do you do 20, 30? Can you do a bunch? Or About 20, yeah. Uh, yeah. But I, I plan on actually adding more before Saturday. <laughs> yeah. So you're working hard but, there. Um, yeah. Yeah, Christmas is so fun. It, it is. is. And, and, you know, you, you create an a atmosphere. And you do this anywhere you play, of course. But, you know, Christmas time, it's always good to have somebody doing some music. Oh, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, for sure. yeah. I... Uh, I don't know. I would love to hear a song. Is it too I early too. for that? Because right. I'm, I'm yeah. just dying to hear one with you warming up beforehand. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what we do. Excuse me. I'm kicking back there. Sorry about that. Uh, we can do a song and then we'll talk some more because I got some stuff I want to ask her too. So, awesome. are you okay with doing a song? Yeah. yeah? All right. Cool. Yeah. Well, we're gonna. You could go ahead and tell us what you're gonna play, and right. if you got a story behind it, you can do that um, too. I'm Watch. going to do. A Zach Bryan song. Okay. Something in the orange. Definitely not Luke Bryan, right? Luke? <laughs> not Luke Bryan. <laughs> Zach Bryan. Right, okay, well, yeah, that's cool. Let's, let's, let's let it rip. It's Emily Fisher, everybody. Touches all things around. 
Emily Fisher, everybody. How about that now? That's how it's done, That's right? Awesome. Did you see that? That was beautiful. That was great, man. How about that? That is really... Has anybody ever told you you feel like you have an old soul? Like you sing like from a different... I, I do hear that I, Have you lot, heard that? Actually, I have heard that. Oh, and I, my. I take pride in that. I actually... Like, I love that because that's actually what my song is kind of about that I have. It's called Different Time. And um, it's just about... How, how I think a girl should really be treated, and how I feel like boys today. There you go. You know, okay. They they don't treat you as well as they used to. So it's you like know. I wish I lived in a different time. Yes. You know, yes. You yes. Like hold the door and all that. All this basic stuff, you know, should be. <laughs> well, it's funny. Yeah. You said, my wife, Robin, and I are outing out in the. Uh, public a lot and we see exactly what you're talking about yeah. where you're not getting the door when yeah. you walk into a building yeah. or or not staying with your date when you're out on a date you walk off and go somewhere else stop mm-hmm. doing that guys yeah, exactly <laughs> treat your woman right yes yeah there's nothing wrong with that i agree with that 100 percent. chivalry is not dead no it is not it is not this may sound like a weird question but with your supportive parents do they help you like write some of your songs or help you with lyrics um no actually that's i I've done that all by myself so far, but like they definitely like, I mean, they probably they're they're what's given me like yes the way that I look at things it's because of them, so I I will say that the influence they definitely have yeah Yeah. an influence on the way I write and everything absolutely. So we like to talk about songwriting quite a bit on here because uh, as I've mentioned in other shows, I can't do it. I've tried. I've always wanted to write songs. I think of ideas. But I just can't put it down. It just doesn't work, and I end up feeling like it's too cheesy and that kind of thing, you know. Can't phrase my words right and things, you know. But you've done it. You've actually put together songs. What does that accomplishment feel like to you? As, as you finish a song, it, it, does it feel like, wow, that's really great, but now i got to do a better one? Or how does it go through in your mind? Um, I mean, I feel pretty accomplished when I finish it, but I always, like, always think that, I can do better. Okay, yeah, know? yeah. But I think that's kind of just like with everything. Like, yeah, yeah. Like I, I, like I just want to do the best that I can. But like usually I feel pretty accomplished after I finish the song. Very cool. How, how many do you have that you would call that are in your stable that you've put together? Um, honestly, probably I only have like a few yeah. that are like actually that I would play for Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply people but there's only one that i've actually played out and everything okay. like outside of my family and everything that's great even even don't which be, is the one i was talking about yeah exactly yeah exactly the 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 art of songwriting is it's a gift it's a, it's a gift it really truly is and if you've been able to put that together then god bless you that's awesome yeah you're far ahead of <laughs> most. most people yeah i uh i want to go i want to touch on the the tennessee yeah, we got to talk about adventure that. Mm-hmm. that you're going to be doing next year. Um, how how are you going to go? How are you going to start that process? Like when you get down there, because that's I'm sure a, a huge undertaking to get yeah. into that scene. So, um, well, I'll start with this. So right now I'm going to community college, okay, and I'll be graduating next fall. And then I plan on starting either at Middle Tennessee State University okay. or Belmont, leaning towards Middle Tennessee, um, the following fall, so fall 2025. But I will be moving that spring to kind of get like the music and everything settled. And sure. I have um, some connections in Nashville already. We're good family friends with a band in Nashville called the Double Shot Band. Nice. Um, And they actually gave me a chance when I was 15 years old. They let me get up on stage with them and sing. Wow, that was exciting. In Nashville, yeah. Um, But, yeah, I mean, they're a great connection to have, and, like, I know they'll have my back and everything there. But Have you you been before? Have you been to to Nashville? Yes. You have? Yeah. Yeah, it's quite a scene. Yeah, for is. anybody that's never yeah. been there, it's hard to describe exactly what it mm-hmm. is. It's, it's music 24-7. Yeah. I, I love it there. Yes. But I, yes. I plan to like move there for school, like I said, but also pursue music. And yeah. I'm majoring in business in school, so it's not even like music-related. Like I'm kind of keeping it on the side, you know. But um, I'm excited. And you're a double threat because not only can you sing and sing really well, but you write songs. And both of those are looked for in Nashville. Mm-hmm. Um, so you've got ability to, to get your foot in the door in many places, I would Absolutely. think. Absolutely. Yeah. Is that why uh, you chose those two schools, is to get like closer to that Yes. That yeah, that's yeah. mainly the only reason why. Yeah. Yeah. There's and no I mean, shame Middle in Tennessee that. is a great, um, it has a great business program. Like, that's why I did choose that school. But it's like also the closest to Nashville that yeah. has a good business program. So it's right. got yeah. you know, everything I'm looking for. <laughs> Win win, right? Yep. That's an awesome thing. We've had quite a few guests on the show that have been affiliated with with Nashville for a long time. Tim Ferriss comes to mind. They all say the same thing. It's an amazing thing, but you have to be careful as a performer not to get too downtrodden because doors are going to close. People are going to say, you can't do this. It's the old old story. Yes, you can. Just don't let anybody tell you you can. Motivation. But using connections is the key. And what you've already said tells me that you figured that out. Because you got to. You're going to have yeah. to figure out. And like I said, some of the people that have been on the show, they invite you. Tim would love a phone call if you know Tim. I don't know if you know Tim Ferriss. Very easy place for a Mo- Mojo Mothership. Used to run sound at the Grand Ole Opry for 12 years. He's been around. Oh. So those kind of people, call them up. You know, hey, 
any any ideas or any names, you know what I mean? Use your connections. It would work for, oh, for a while. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> How um I'm not going to assume because you're younger, but I I would think, do you run like your own social media? Do you have somebody that does yeah, that for yeah, you? Yeah, I do my own. Um, I actually just, just recently I made my music social medias. I think at the start of the summer, like back in June, I made my Facebook, which has helped a lot. And just a couple of months ago, not even probably, I made an Instagram for music. Awesome. And yeah, I think that's helped a lot with just getting my name out there. And yeah, but I run those myself. Because that, that's what I was going to uh, follow up with is like, obviously you've embraced that. I, I would assume it's brought some really good exposure to you and has gotten you some gigs over the past yes. year that you've been doing this. Yeah, it has. Awesome. Is that the best way for people like our great listeners to get in touch with you? Is there a certain email address or yeah, website um, or something? Yeah, probably go to my either Facebook or Instagram. It's both Emily Fisher Music, and I have my email listed in both of those, or you can just DM me. I mean, I, I try to keep, like, my contact options pretty open, try to put everything out there. Excellent. But, Very cool. Yeah. I would be remiss, too, if I didn't say Rich Rigel. That was another guest we had on. Rich was another person who was a songwriter in, in, down in Nashville for many years, all right here in Winchester. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I'm, and, they, and they've always said on the show, Anybody out there that would like you know us to talk to you about what's going on, so reach out to Rich. He plays downtown at you know at the at the venues downtown quite a bit, um, and you can hit him up on you know Facebook and that kind of thing too. So I definitely recommend that. What are some goals that you have for yourself, Emily, short term and long term? Like, do you want to be the next Taylor Swift, or how's that working for you? Um, so short term, I would definitely say to get more gigs and everything right now. Right. Um. I mean, like we said at the beginning, I am pretty busy once a week, but I would like to pick that up a little bit, like two or three days a week, maybe. Really? Okay. Yeah. Wow. You want to and be busy? And then um, long term, I would say Nashville. Yeah. Um, but I mean, I definitely wouldn't want to like stay there forever or anything. Like that's also just like another stepping stone. But honestly, I don't really know what's like next after that, like after sure. Nashville. But I would... Just love, I think my overall goal would be to just get my music out there to as many people as I can and to just, like, share a message with them because, like I said, it's just such a neat way of communicating things. And I just love connecting with people and everything. Like, I want people to be able to relate to me and relate to what I'm saying. And, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, I can definitely understand that. (laughs) The cool thing about it is is the world we live in now, um, you know, you used to have to go buy time in a studio and put your music down. You don't have to do it anymore. You can buy something like what I have right in front of me <laughs> and you can hook up to your computer and you can play and send it down there and they'll send it back to you and it makes it really, really great. So, you know, I'm sure you're going to find out all kinds of good ways to do things like that, but try to do it. I would recommend doing it as quick as you can because, um, you know, that's how you're going to, that's how you're going to get people hooked. They hear you. I mean, they hear that voice, boom, they're going to want to listen to more music you just have to give them options to, to hear. You know what I'm saying? I, you agree? Oh, my God, yeah. Because um, yeah. you, you do. You have a beautiful voice. The yeah. guitar sounds fantastic. <laughs> I mean, I I can't imagine you're not going to be hit up for for some gigs. Um, are there are there venues here locally? That, That's a good question. Yeah. That you have not played that are kind of on your Mount Rushmore of <laughs> places you want to be? Um, 
So I have not played anywhere downtown at all in okay. downtown Winchester, and I definitely want to get into those places like Willie Sutton's sure. is a big one. Um, I mean, I, I know there's a lot of live music up and down that whole walking mall. Absolutely is, yep. Um, yeah, Bright Box. And they listen. Bright Box, yeah. They listen to our show, mm-hmm. so they'll, hopefully they'll hear you. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, because there's... This area has really blossomed over the years with venues oh, and yeah. opportunities to yeah, there is a lot of to play. So here. I mean, yeah. it's a great time to be doing what you're doing here. Yeah. Now, are you, are you strictly a folk country kind of singer, or do you? I mean, like in your CD player, do you have? Are you listening to like you know something heavy? Or I mean, are you in other kinds of music, or do you like just this one genre um, right now? I play mainly country, but I do like some pop favorites that like everyone knows. Um, but I do play like classic country, like a lot of classic country do too. You? Yeah, cool. I usually that. have a pretty good mix in my set list. Like I'll play Johnny Cash, um, Zach Bryan. Yeah, I just yeah. Played, um, and you've been and at Wayside, right? Yes. And you usually doing like a couple hours, or two, three hours? Yeah, it's usually three hours. Sometimes, some places have me play four hours. That's a wow. long time, isn't yeah. it? <laughs> That's a long yeah. time. Hopefully not consecutively, right? Do you get no, a chance yeah, to? I, I yeah, get, I take some breaks, yeah. Even with a band, man, four hours is a long that time. Is, so, yes. wow, good for you if you're doing that. <laughs> what are some of the ones you've played at so far that have been a lot of fun? Do you have one already that's your favorite? Um, Paladin, maybe? I do like Paladin a lot. I think my favorite place to play. I love them all. Like don't get yeah, me wrong. Yeah, of course. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I think my clear. favorite. Um, it's in Manassas Philadelphia Tavern. Yeah. Okay. It's a really fun place. Like in my opinion, that bar kind of resembles the way like a Nashville bar gets. Understood. Like it's just like everyone's there having a, is having a great time. They're all singing like every single word. Okay. Like, yeah, it's, it's a lot of fun That's fun. There. Yeah, when yeah. you get the vibe going, it feels yeah. good. Yeah, very, very cool. Do you have another one you would be willing to do for us? Um, I could do my song. Yeah, you would you mind? And yeah. you could tell us about it? Yeah, you could tell yeah. us before or after you play it. You could yeah. tell us about how it came about. Um, yeah, so I mentioned this a little bit earlier, but this is called <laughs> Different Time. And um, it's just about how I think a girl should be treated and covers the basic stuff like, you know, like him walking up to the door, That's right. the door, yeah. shaking your dad's hand. Like, yeah. Listen up, guys. <laughs> Listen up out there, everybody. Chivalry Male gender people, shame on you. Listen to this girl's song. <laughs> <laughs> Emily Fisher, everybody. Here we go. Change that key really quick. It happens, trust me, it happens. Don't worry about it at all. <laughs> yeah, sorry. There's there's a lot of songs floating up here. <laughs> um. It's uh it's something, you know, Ryan <laughs> I can imagine me playing guitar. I, I knowing that what key you're in and you know if you gotta use a capo and all that kind of stuff, my goodness. <laughs> all right, here we go. You all set? Here we yes. go, everybody. I 
Fisher, everybody, man. All right. Wow, that's a very, very well done song. Thank you. Yeah. Now, we're not going to name names, <laughs> but was that inspired personally to um, you? Yeah. I was thinking I about mean, the same question. Yeah, actually. right? <laughs> yes. Yes and no, because it's kind of like an in general song. Okay, yeah, yeah. You know, like... Yeah. It's not necessarily targeted like towards one person. Okay, it's gotcha. Just, like, you gotcha. Know, you just yeah. habits of that you've yeah. ran into. Yeah, yeah. I gotcha. I got you because you know it's uh, when I hear the lyrics, especially in the chorus, I'm thinking, okay, there's been somebody that did not <laughs> act correctly. Yeah. I'm telling you, somebody's getting called out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, that's that. But but what a great job you do with that song, Thank and, you. and man, don't. Yeah, I, very if, nice. if that one's that good, the other stuff you've written, it's got to be really good too. Man, Thank just you. get it on out there. Don't be afraid. It'll people will love it. How quickly did that song come to you? I mean, did that? Um, 
It was actually pretty quick. It was in, just in one night. I sat down and wrote it. Awesome. I just kind of, yeah. Very just nice. Just felt something and just wrote it. <laughs> yeah, because we hear that a lot, too. Like like I was saying earlier, like it just comes to you all yeah. at one time. I think or... you really can't, like, force it. Because I've tried to, like, force myself to write songs, like, sit down and try, like, okay, like, i got to think of something. Mm-hmm. And it just doesn't work that way. Like, it's got to right. come to you. Yeah, exactly. It's a feeling. It's yeah. an emotion. It's, yeah, it just comes naturally, it sounds yeah. like. I mean, that's, it's, it sounded awesome. Yeah, it's working. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, great song. Thank oh, my. You. These good reactions when you play it out, the people have made comments. Yeah, yeah, they do like it a lot. Yeah, that's cool. That's cool because you know, we hear that a lot from folks that they're a little bit um, anxious about playing something that they've written themselves, especially mm-hmm. if they're you know, the crowd they got trying to feel the crowd and everything. But they often find that once they put that one out there that they wrote, it's like, wow, okay, people like that. Yeah, they, I think it they, does engage the crowd a lot. It more. does, yeah. They hear something in the song, uh, whether it's a style or, in my case, I heard the words. Um, but there's something that'll grab them with that song. Yeah. I think it, you know, I think it's outstanding. Very good. Thank do you, you very good? Like your typical set list, do you mix originals and covers? Do you kind of feel how the crowd's doing that evening? Yeah, like I said, right now this is the only original that I do play out. But I usually do kind of feel the crowd. Like, there's sometimes where, like, I'm going to be honest, like, I just don't, like, feel, like, yeah. comfortable enough to play my original because, I mean, it puts you in, like, a vulnerable state mm-hmm. to play a song like that in front of a bunch of people. It's totally normal. But, Every time you do something, you're going to feel yeah. a certain way about crowds. Certain songs are going to work, even ones of your mm-hmm. covers, obviously. I can't play that cover right now. It's not going to work. You know, you're going to feel that way, and that's normal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you're probably right. Go with your gut. Yeah. Yeah, outstanding, yeah. Yeah, but yeah, I usually do just kind of feel the crowd. like, And with what songs I play, too. Like, some crowds, like, if it's, like, you know, like, an older group of people, I'm not going to play, like, a super, like... Like a Taylor Swift song. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Ryan touched on it earlier, and I'm going to go back to it a little bit. Um, You're Obviously, you're doing solo work right now. Mm -hmm. I know you've set in with a few groups you've mentioned. Do you have an urge to make it a band setting, or do you like the solo thing better? Um, I feel like for right now, I would keep it solo, but when I move to Tennessee, I think definitely a band. More of a band, yeah. Because, yeah. I mean, that's what they look for there. Like, right. They they're not really looking for like just a solo artist. I got gotcha. you. You would. Be I, I feel like you have me. a better yeah. chance with a band. I understood. Yeah. Understood. Okay, gotcha. But, I mean, I would be open to one right now but i'm not necessarily looking like i'm happy with just being a solo artist for right now right right because there's a lot of good players right around here for sure but with you moving i can understand sort of your plan going you know going to tennessee what did we miss like what's something about emily fisher that we haven't got out there yet we got to make sure people know about you man (laughs) um I mean, I'm not really sure because we covered, like, my inspirations and everything. Like yeah, I said, yeah. Zach Bryan, Lainey Wilson, they're huge inspirations for my music. Um, that, that Taylor and, sounds great, by the way. Oh, thank it, you. What a great, that thing's a booming guitar. <laughs> it sounds great. I yeah. love thank it. It's yeah. got a nice full sound to it. Yeah. Yes, it does. You may have mentioned this before, Emily. What what upcoming events do you have, again, so we can remind the, the listeners so they yeah. can get out and see you? Yeah. Um, let me pull it up to be exact. Put you on the spot again. No, you're fine. <laughs> um, so I have the the North Pole Express train ride coming up this Saturday yeah. in Romney, West Virginia. That'll be a busy evening, I'll um, bet. I have, 
I'm playing at Giuseppe's in Haymarket, the 22nd, 6.30 to 9.30. Then I'll be at Wayside, the 23rd, 6 to 9. And then I'm taking a little break that next week, just like Christmas and everything. Sure, yeah. And How then, dare you? <laughs> <laughs> um, the January 6th, I'll be at King's Tavern and Wine Bar in Leesburg. Nice. That'll be my first time there. And I'll stop there. Yeah, that's <laughs> fine. Keep going out. That's but, fine, but um, you got you got stuff. Anybody those are the upcoming ones. Yeah, anybody that didn't write that down, just check out, you know, Emily Fisher music. Yes, correct? I have, have your, everything yeah. there. Yeah. And they can definitely catch up with you there. That one in the wayside on the twenty third, I bet that'll be a nice evening because yeah. that's a great setting during the holidays. Oh and, yeah, it is. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, nice if you're going out on a date or something, it'll be a nice evening to go by and listen to Emily sing some songs. So really Absolutely. What's your you. yeah? What's your favorite Christmas uh, movie? Favorite Christmas oh, yeah, movie? Yeah, just think about that for a second. Got to um, talk about Christmas a little bit. Yes, we do. <laughs> <laughs> I like. I like a lot. I like a lot of the classics. Honestly, I really like a Christmas story. Just yeah, because, like, I just great. have such like good memories of watching that. Like every Christmas <laughs> with my uh, family. You know, shoot your eye um, out, kid. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I also really like Elf. Elf, yeah, 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 yeah. They play it a bajillion yeah, but times. But they're all so good. <laughs> but it is very good, yeah. It's so cool. I do like Christmas movies. I mean, you know, yeah. we sit and watch them every evening pretty much, you know. Yeah. Oh, I mean, yeah. You got one, Ryan? You got a favorite? Christmas Vacation. You like that? That's my favorite, too. Well, yeah. our our family, we watch it every Thanksgiving. It's a tradition for us. Yeah. And it never gets old. Like, I could recite probably every line of every character. We've seen it so many times, but it's just... It's awesome. That is actually a prerequisite to be belong to belong to my family is you have to know the movie from beginning to end. You have to know it. <laughs> there you go. And until you do, you're not a member of my family. That's just part of it. So Well, Emily Fisher, thank you so much for sharing your time and your and your wonderful course, voice and you your talents. Me. Yes, absolutely. And what we gotta do is is get you to stay in touch with us because you can send out your schedule so we can get it on the menu and then down the road, um, you know, once you've blown up and Tennessee, we'll get you back on the show again, and and you can share your experiences some more. I know people would love to you know find out what's going on with you. If that's if that's good, I'd love to set that up down the road. Oh yeah, yeah, I would Very love cool. to be back. Very cool. Thank you so much. Yeah, yeah thank, thank you. you. Man, a lot of fun, a lot of fun. Okay, Ryan, before we get out of here, I got that question, man. I know that's been bugging you, so we better knock that out. But <laughs> I kind of forgot about it. I got too distracted. Oh, is that what? Yeah, the music, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, again, folks, see, the question tonight was: there are three female rock and roll Hall of Fame inductees that have been inducted twice. I made it easy on you and only asked for two. Why don't I give you all three, obviously? Stevie Dicks. That's the first one. She went in as a member of Fleetwood Mac and then, of course, as herself. As, uh, and then just recently passed away, unfortunately. Tina Turner mm. went in as Ike and Tina and then went in as her own artist, Tina Turner. And the last but not least, the one that people forget about is Carol King. Mm. And Carol King was uh, was you know has written... So many songs that you know, it is just insane. I invite anybody to wiki her and just look at the list of songs that she has written up and even recently that are huge hits. But of course, she went in as, as a performer, uh, early albums. You know, she at one time held the record for the longest uh, album on the charts, and that was Tapestry, released in 1971. And then she also went in as a songwriter, uh, deservedly so, because she's one of the 10 best songwriters probably in the history of, of writing music, honestly, um, and just a fabulous person. And she's still out there getting it done. And, and uh, 
That's that's pretty cool. But that, again, Stevie Nicks, Tina Turner, and Carol King. Did you have any of them? I actually was going to guess Stevie Nicks, in all yeah. honesty. Yeah, Stevie's the Stevie's other one two. that would come first. Yeah, yeah. Stevie Stevie actually was the first of the three to be inducted twice. Okay. So she sort of hit, hit Pater first, yeah. Absolutely. Exactly. Impressive list. Yeah, so there's some more knowledge, folks, that I gave you that you'll never use. But feel free to, <laughs> you know, feel free to whip it out on uh, your guests during the holiday season. You can ask them that, get that question to see if they can get it right. Once again, everybody, we thank you so much for taking time for being with us here on the Musicians Cafe. Episode 76 is in the books. And we appreciate you sticking around for it. i got to give a shout-out to Chris Gray, our producer. Man, he takes good care of us, makes sure that we sound good each and every week, and we appreciate him. And we also want to make sure we keep wishing everybody a merry, merry Christmas. And remember, it's a lot merrier if you don't get stuck out in that left lane when you're not passing anybody and making me mad. <laughs> so make sure you put your right blinker on and get out of the fast lane if you're not doing anything ever because you're breaking the law. And in the meantime, until we meet again, peace.